Welcome to Weight Loss for Busy CRNA Moms. If you are a CRNA, a busy mom, or a busy CRNA mom, or a woman looking to permanently lose weight, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Brittany Kolb from Weight Loss by Brittany. I'm a busy CRNA mom and certified life and weight loss coach. And like you, I not so long ago struggled to lose the weight and keep it off. But once I shifted my mindset and learned how I could use my brain to reach my weight loss goals, everything changed. I was able to lose 40 pounds and knew I had to share the secret with others. I'm here to help you achieve your permanent weight loss goals by uncovering what might be holding you back. Let's get started. Hey guys. Okay. So I recorded a podcast yesterday and then I was up late with my husband and we were talking about coaching stuff and we were actually watching one of like Dr. Becky's workshops on like how to survive the holidays and it kind of brought up this conversation about boundaries. And I was trying to explain boundaries to my husband, who is like somewhat familiar with all this this coaching stuff and life coaching stuff and what I do, but not entirely familiar. And he made me aware of something and like the way that I've been explaining it and 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 was just like, I don't understand. Because to me, and I think a lot of people might also agree with this too. So I just wanted to bring it up here on this podcast. Like, He's like, to me, it seems like boundaries just separate people. It, 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 it creates a divide in people. And I was like, huh, that's so interesting. He's like, it doesn't make sense. It's like, we need to communicate with other people, like what's going on with our boundary. And I was like, okay, I see that there is like a disconnect here. I see that like the way that I've explained this, it does not exactly make sense and to him. Right. And I think when I'm working with him and talking with him, it's just like I approach things in a totally different way. Like my mindset's totally different. But when I talk to my clients, it's like it, it, I can help them because it's like, you know, we talk about very specific problems and create very specific boundaries for whatever reasons they decide. So I wanted to talk to you guys about like an algorithm for creating boundaries this holiday season so that you can kind of better understand what that might look like for you. So let's start with like, let's just, I'm going to, I'm going to say like, I'm just going to give an example of like Christmas time. Like on Christmas day, you might want to establish a boundary around your time, the time that you want to preserve for your family and a boundary around the time that you were going to allow guests into your home to celebrate Christmas with you. Like that may be something that's really important to you. Maybe it's important to you to wake up in the morning with your nuclear family and open up gifts on Christmas. And maybe it's also important for you in the chaos of Christmas or whatever holiday is, is that you're celebrating. I just default to that, guys, but obviously you can apply it to whatever situation that you are in, of course. Um, maybe around the holidays, you're also knowing that like it's really important for you to have some time to like connect with your kids because within the chaos and the cooking and the presents and the opening, it's like we can really lose sight of what it is really all about. And again, I think Dr. Becky even said that she was like, you know, your kids are never, they're not going to remember what they ate and they're not going to really remember their presence. They're going to remember what your home felt like during the holidays. And so for you, you may decide I'm going to put a boundary around my time And so if you like your reasons and you want to enforce that boundary in a very loving and kind way, it's just like, hey, I love you. I'll just say, I'll just use an example of like parents. I love you, parents. 
I, I, I'm so excited to spend part of the holiday together. I cannot wait. But I also just wanted you to know, like, you can come over at 11. We're going to have a beautiful lunch together. We can open presents with the kids. That's going to be amazing. But then at 3 o'clock, it's really important to me that I get some, like, good one-on-one time with my kids to make sure that, like, you know, that we're really connected this holiday season. And again, you can decide. You can decide it could be eight hours. You can decide, like, however long it is that you want. But And of course, if you've got out-of-town guests and things like that, you may have to establish a different boundary. It's got to be very specific to you and your needs. But, like... That is something that you can you can uh, talk about. You can be open with, especially if it's something that's different than how you've approached the holidays before. You can say like, yeah, like, I love you guys. I also love my family. I'm very grounded in this boundary. I just, I just, or you don't even have to call it a boundary because I think sometimes that triggers people. But like, I'm very grounded in like what my desires are this, this holiday. And here's the thing. They don't have to like the boundary and it's not it's not it's for you it's not against them okay and it, when it comes from a place of love you get to just be like I love you and I also love my family and like this is what I really want and you, when it comes from a really grounded place you can um again like turn that you you get to keep that love and bring it with you even when your family is going to be disappointed even when your family might think have there because again they are going to have a thought and a feeling about it and they might not like it they might not like the decisions that you've made and the boundaries that you've created around your time around the holidays they might not like it one bit and that's you have to anticipate that and also just be okay with it and not necessarily feel like you have to change or adjust what's important to you based on what other people want and so my husband we go into this and he's like he's like well, that just seems so selfish. That just seems so like, so self-absorbed. And I was like, okay. He's like, why are we not like thinking about other people? I'm like, yeah, we, here's the thing. Like we do think about other people. Like, and what part of that are we not thinking about other people? We are carving out time, beautiful time to be with our family. And yes, they might have a thought or a feeling about it, but if it's something that's really important to you, we don't want to enter a place of people pleasing to be like, okay, I'm going to do this to make somebody else happy, or I'm going to do this to avoid (laughs) making somebody else unhappy and making somebody else upset, right? But instead it's like, but as a result of that, you're like, oh, well, if we don't invite, you know, whoever over for all day long, they're going to be so mad at us and they're going to be so pissed. Okay. Like who's upset at the end? You're going to be upset. You're going to be feeling resentment and frustration and guilt and, you know, sadness and mourning over the holiday that you, you know, were, had really decided in your brain is what you really wanted and was important for your family, right? You're going to be, instead of them being upset, now you're going to be upset. And again, this is like one example. You have to curtail it to the examples that, you know, the, the boundary around the holiday that you are going to potentially enforce if you even want to. Like you, may decide that, you know, having your family with you for 72 hours straight is going to be amazing. And you're like pumped for it. Like, that's great. That's awesome for you. Or you may decide my family needs a little bit of time. I know my kids, they're going to lose their, their shit. They're going to lose their brains. And like, I know to make this, like this situation more enjoyable and better. And also like to really have that moments to be able to connect with my kids. We just need a little bit of time as a family. 
like just us. And so you get to decide. I'm not here to tell you what you should or shouldn't do. You get to decide and like, do you like your reasons? If you like your reasons behind your boundary and it's really important to you, stay grounded in it and you do it. Okay. And you anticipate that other people might get upset and that's okay because we're not going to people please to make other people feel better at, as, at an expense of our own. Okay. So that's kind of like the first idea when it comes to boundaries and like communicating that boundary like in that sense in that case that's something that needs to be discussed possibly like if it's like hey I just I want to let you know like you guys can come over between 11 and 3 and then after that we're just gonna like do our own thing cool some people or some of your family members be like oh okay that's totally fine other family members are gonna have thoughts and feelings about it it might require a little bit of a discussion but again you are grounded and sturdy in like what it is that you really want so, and, and that, that, that boundary, again, it really doesn't require anyone to change. Like, we're not asking somebody to be, like, thrilled about this idea. So, I'm kind of rambling here because I'm just, I didn't even write any notes for this. I just wanted it. It was, like, fresh in my mind from last night. So, then there are boundaries that you enforce, again, that are for you, not against them. We're not trying to make people change when it comes to boundaries, but, like, I'll give you an example. Like maybe you have a family member that when they start drinking, they might raise their voice and they might start yelling and they might start yelling at you and they might get a little angry or aggressive or whatever. You or or they might just be the person that just yells at you. They, they like snap very quickly and they yell very quickly. And you may have decided in this process as you are like, gaining your confidence and your groundedness. It's like, I have a boundary that I do not allow myself to get yelled at at all, anyone. I just, if you're going to raise your voice, if you're going to have a conversation, I'm happy to have a conversation, but I'm not going to allow you to yell at me. That is a personal boundary and that is a boundary violation. Other people may be totally fine with being yelled at, but if it's something that's important to you, um, that needs to be spoken. Right. So there's there's the opportunity to be like, hey, like, I'm just letting you know, I love you. I, I don't want to be mad at you about this. I'm just I'm not going to be I'm not going to be yelled at this 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 holiday season. So if you have if you if like if you raise your voice, I'm totally fine. You can keep raising your voice. I'm just going to leave the room. I'm going to relocate myself so that um, I don't have to. Again, I don't want my child to be in front. Like notice that other people in our family communicate by yelling. That's not something I really want to model. So I'm just going to take him out. I just want to let you know like that's going to happen. Now, for some people, you have may have already tried to establish that boundary. rather, Or you may have tried to be like, don't yell at me, <laughs> which, you know, like is fine. Like you can, of course, have, have requests for people. But again, that's you trying to make somebody else change. And I'm not saying that someone yelling at you is like ever the right thing to do. But um, that's not you making somebody else change. Because here's the thing. And here's where like the light bulb went off for my husband. Because I was like, sometimes boundaries are for people, like, and situations and their belief systems and their actions and just the way that they are. We don't understand why people yell, why they even think that's like a reasonable thing to do to somebody else. But um, that 
those people, when you're establishing that kind of boundary, whether it's spoken or not, because in that case, you don't necessarily have to speak it. Like if you've spoken it enough, like I've told certain people in my family multiple times not to please, like to please not do something. And I've just, and it never works and it never matters. Right. And so until I found the boundary and I was just like, oh, okay, well, the next time they do that, I'm just going to leave the conversation. Like, and I was like, oh, that's so much better. Cause then like they get to be who they are. I get to be who I am. I just don't have to, you know, subject myself to this to this behavior because again I've maybe already said the boundary before and if they're not listening if they are in a place of total emotional childhood or it's just again so ingrained in them it is so part of their core and part of who they are and they're just never gonna fucking change because I'm telling you this is where I think the boundaries are the most useful is like dealing with people that you know are never gonna change and so you enforce that boundary for yourself not against them, because ultimately, that person who's yelling, they're probably never going to stop yelling. They're probably always going to escalate conversations when they start getting defensive and um, frustrated that they're, or whatever. Who like? I'm sure you can translate this to the, your own personal um, idea. Like, they're never going to fucking change. And so I love enforcing boundaries for people that I'm like, yep, that's just this guy doing his thing. Like, yep, that's that person doing their thing. They are not going to change. Most likely, maybe they will, but probably not. They're not going to change the way that they are. And so you have to anticipate their behavior, their actions, their thoughts, their feelings. And you have to then know what you're going to do in that moment to kind of preserve yourself, if that makes sense. So, and you also have to be really clear about why something's a boundary violation, because here's the thing. Like, I think most people can understand why, like, they wouldn't want to be yelled at. But other people might tolerate that, and that's fine. Like, why is that a boundary violation for you? Like, we have to be really clear. We have to really like our reasons for it. And usually, when I'm talking about these types of boundaries, it's kind of like this extreme stuff. Now, again, you just might not like someone else's opinion, and that's okay. Like, they are allowed to have their opinions. You're allowed to have your opinions. Like, you guys can both be right. That was a Shiro Bergbauer thing in a coaching session. She fucking crushed it because she was like, yeah, like when you're having an argument with someone, it's like, why can't you just both be right? Because in your both of your brains, you're both right. I was like, oh my God, that's awesome, right? So like they can have their opinion. They probably aren't going to change their opinion. We don't really need them to change their opinion either. And just because you don't like the way somebody thinks or the way somebody acts like or does things, that might just be a manual issue. That might just be you being like, I just really don't like <laughs> like <laughs> I don't really like that person's thought process and that's okay too right like we can just let people be who they are that's not necessarily a boundary issue boundary issues is like like you know someone yelling at you or someone like getting too drunk at your holiday party it's like hey if you get like really belligerently drunk at your holiday like at, at my house like I'm gonna have to like I will have to ask you to like leave because that's just like a boundary. I can't allow you to be horribly drunk in front of my children. Um, that's just, it, that could, or, or maybe that's not, right? You just have to decide if it's a boundary issue or not and like why it is. But like trying to control other people and trying to make other people think differently or um, agree with your opinion, that's not really necessarily what we're looking for here. We're just trying to like self-preserve because again, everyone's going to have their own opinions. Everyone's going to have their own thoughts and feelings. So Anyway, that is what I wanted to quickly do a um, 
a follow-up from my husband's time. He was like, I just don't get it. Like, I feel like we're just so selfish. And I'm like, yeah, for certain things, there's a conversation. And for certain things, there might need to be like a level of context when we deliver our boundaries. And that's totally fine. And then for other things, and when you're dealing with people that, again, are just never going to fucking change, you just decide ahead of time what you're going to do when they start violating a boundary of yours. And you just preserve yourself, remove yourself from the situation however you want to enforce your boundary and like walk away but not in the spirit of trying to change them anyway so that's what I had for you today I also wanted to mention that um I am going to do I've never done a like a webinar before I'm super excited so I'm going to do like a live webinar on Facebook I'm going to record it for this podcast as well so you guys can listen to it um but I'm going to uh, kind of talk you through the remainder of the holidays because what I I mean here's the fact of the matter like over Thanksgiving most of my clients either lost weight maintained weight or if they did gain weight it's because we did it together in a very intentional way because we planned some additional joy that we knew was going to reflect like the number on the scale and we were totally fine it was like a completely grounded place if that did happen and we and my clients also know that the weight just comes right back off like they just go back to eating on their normal protocols that they like know and love and it just comes right back off so it's like even the people that if they did gain a little bit of weight it was a non-issue so because it wasn't anticipated so I was like I think and and oh to, to note they were like and I had a great holiday and I didn't feel deprived and I got to eat the things that I really enjoyed and it was awesome and I was like yeah rock on people awesome so I was like I should do a webinar so I can chat with you guys and walk you through kind of the process that I, how I kind of help my clients um, approach like holiday gatherings, food and holiday, ga- food and holiday gatherings, along with like, you know, work potlucks and Christmas parties and other holiday parties and New Year's parties so that you guys can be primed like anticipating what's going to be happening in your ORs you know people are going to be bringing in more treats you know you know there's going to be Christmas cookies in the break room 24 fucking 7 you know patients are going to be bringing in holiday treats as well right like so really becoming um like creating a plan for that like understanding when to like like the hunger scale and like knowing how to stop overeating and like just having a good approach to it all so that you can really feel and gain like feel in control over the holidays and like gain control and kind of get that like forward momentum as we're coming out of the holiday season and you might be like really trying to figure out like okay I'm really going to figure out this weight thing once and for all I'm really going to figure out this control around food thing once and for all so that is what I'm going to do. It's going to be December 18th. I will put it in the um, show notes. It's going to be at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So you can um, sign up there for the webinar. I'd love to have you. And then what I'm going to do is I can like, we can, I'm going to bring people on if they, if they're like, okay, this, like, I want, I want you to come to me like you're my client and I want you to be like, here's what I got going on. What would you do? How would I approach this? And I'm like, you got it, friend. Let's do this. Okay. So uh, yes, please come along. I'd love to have you. It would be amazing. And I will help you get that control, gain that control over food. All right, friends. I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. I just was starting to re-listen to this and I realized I didn't really circle back to a really good concept as we ended this boundary conversation, which is like, I started the conversation with, 
um, he, my husband feeling like boundaries kind of like separate people. But what I want to argue is that I feel like they actually bring you closer together because like, again, if you're dealing with somebody who is constantly doing something that violates your boundary and you've just been allowing it to happen, like not really doing anything for yourself, getting pissed off, being resentful, being angry at them, right? Like that's all, that's all the feelings that you have for that person. But when you create a boundary from love, that I feel like actually brings you closer together because now it's like, okay, you're showing up for yourself the way that you want to. They're showing up for themselves the way they want to. Both of you get to be exactly who you are and you just get to love that other person as they are even with the things that they do that you don't really like. Like, So when I started enforcing boundaries, I started becoming closer to all of the people that I love in my life. Like all of the people that were had boundary violations and I just let like just assault me. I was like, oh no, no, no. Now now I actually feel so much more love and so much so much closer to those person that those people because I'm approaching it from a totally different way. And the same thing when it comes to like expressing what you want. If you're if you're actually gonna have a conversation with somebody about it, someone that could be agreeable or might want some additional context, like again, then you're creating these situations where it's like like I'm creating exactly what I want for my family and that's okay. And I don't have to sit there and be bitter and resentful and angry that like someone is sabotaging my entire holiday in the other example that I gave about like the time restraints, this time boundary that you put around your family for the holidays, right? Like, like then you get to be, you get to enjoy the time that you have with them even more because you also know it's very short lived <laughs> and you get to like love like the, the the time that you get with your family like and like you aren't resentful you aren't frustrated with them like you don't create that because what ends up happening when you let people kind of violate those boundaries for you and and you don't enforce them it's that like you just sit there and you get real bitter and it makes you want to push those people away even more so anyway, and I feel like people also kind of have a a stronger like respect for you in a way. And again, and I think they're going to derive things. They're going to be they're going to make it mean certain things and it doesn't mean that you don't love your family. Absolutely not. You love them dearly. And you're going to love them even more when you sometimes when you have, you know, established certain boundaries around those things and that and that you get to hang out with them for the time that you really want. So, oh Britannial rambling. Okay, I just wanted to bring that full circle. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Weight Loss for Busy CRNA Moms. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on our upcoming episodes. And if you like what I shared today, you should also check out weightlossbybrittany.com for even more great weight loss tips, some of my favorite recipes and mindset tools that I use to lose 40 pounds. Once there, you can also book a free consultation with me, Brittany Kolb, your certified life and weight loss coach. <laughs>